Aspirus, passion for excellence, compassion for people. It's time for Aspirus Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. As your due date approaches, you'll want to become familiar with the natural and medical intervention options for pain relief. One option for pain relief during labor is nitrous oxide. My guest today is Christiane Rosemurgi. She's a certified nurse midwife at Aspirus Keweenaw. Welcome to the show, Christiane. So what is nitrous oxide? Hi, Melanie. Thanks for having me. Uh, nitrous oxide, a lot of people would know uh, more familiarly as uh, laughing gas. We oftentimes will have that in the dentist, which is at least favorite place for most of us to be. Um, the difference between the nitrous oxide uh, that we use for labor and birth um, is a 50-50 blend of nitrous oxide and oxygen, in, as opposed to in the dentist office, you got a blend of 70-30 instead. So it's not, I know a lot of people feel like they are would be sedated uh, from it, but it's a little bit different. Um, what we know about these gases is they are analgesia, not anesthesia. A lot of times people will have gas uh, to put them to sleep for surgery. This is something different. Um, and while it doesn't completely take a patient's pain away, it will um, be metabolized in the lungs. So if you have any side effects, uh, you're going to breathe in and out uh, some room air uh, and the effects go away within 60 seconds. So it's currently being used about 1% uh, in the U.S., but it has been widely used for many decades uh, overseas as a good option uh, for pain relief during uh, labor and birth and sometimes post-birth procedures if they're necessary. So how does it work during labor and, and what happens? So um, it's a self It's a nice thing about the nitrous oxide is it gives the patient uh, the ability to administer herself. Uh, so she is going to have uh, a mask that she places over her nose and mouth. And with some deep breaths, uh, she uh, will administer the medication to her with the gases. And what it does is it essentially tricks your brain into thinking that maybe this isn't so bad. I, I can get through this. Uh, it doesn't necessarily, like I said before, take your pain away uh, to zero. So we caution patients, you know, this isn't uh, going to be something that you feel no pain at all as opposed to, uh, say, an epidural where you get uh, fairly, you know, good pain relief in that regard. Um, and it is really good for anxiety. So sometimes uh, it's used uh, just to calm a mom down so that she can get back to her rhythm in terms of breathing through contractions. Um, some women are able to use it the entire time. Uh, some use it up until they want to change up what they're doing. Uh, sometimes uh, moms use it after uh, birth. Um, so the nice thing is, again, uh, like I said before, it's metabolized in the lungs. So what we know about nitrous oxide is uh, that it, while it provides some good uh, brain trickery in terms of uh, pain and anxiety uh, relief, it, it has very little effect on our babies. Uh, they do quite well, no signs of respiratory depression uh, afterwards. And if we're doing any uh, amount of monitoring, which we should be, uh, babies have good heart rates uh, and no uh, deleterious effects. So what are some of the benefits of nitrous oxide and, and kind of contrast and compare it with other pain relief options? That's a great question. Um, like I talked about, it's not widely used in the United States at this time. Um, nitrous oxide is one of the many pain relief options we have uh, at Aspirus QNA for our maternity patients, which is very exciting for us. Um, nitrous oxide, uh, we've already talked about, as opposed to other pain relief um, methods, you know, we have uh, water uh, birth. We offer water for um, labor uh, pain relief and a birth option. 
Uh, we also have option for spinal anesthesia, um, traditionally known as epidural, or we do have uh, a few other different options in terms of spinal anesthesia. So um, right down to even uh, having myself on staff, um, the midwifery model of care in terms of um, you know, offering moms a wide variety of pain relief options is something that um, the U.S. is trending uh, towards in hospital and birth centers ac- uh, across the country. So nitrous oxide is, like we talked about, very safe um, option for babies. Um, we have lots of studies that are done overseas showing that uh, babies born to moms that have no pain relief options versus nitrous um, have good, what we call APGAR scores. Babies have a score that we give them one minute and five minutes after birth, uh, which gives us an idea of how they're doing right afterwards, um, as opposed to uh, sometimes with spinal anesthesia, uh, we can see some uh, respiratory depression, some issues, although you know, spinal anesthesia is also considered to be a very uh, safe and viable option. I think the thing that uh, attracts most women uh, and myself as a provider about the nitrous oxide in comparison to other options that we have is that it can be used at any point uh, during the labor and birth and post-delivery period of time. Uh, So she can uh, use it early labor, um, you know, when she's two or three centimeters. Um, She can use it in active labor. She can use it up until the time she feels she needs spinal anesthesia and gets her epidural. Um, If she doesn't need anything like that at all, but perhaps she needs a a repair afterwards, it's good to use for then as well. Uh, We've got lots of women who are very nervous about uh, needles, so we can even use it if she needs an IV for some reason. Uh, So it's a very versatile uh, method uh, compared to some of the other methods that we use, Um, but it is something that uh, we have uh, have in our repertoire to offer moms who need something. Are there some risks and side effects that you think that women should know about before they decide and what to choose? Absolutely. So anything we do during labor and birth is not uh, without any risk at all. The current studies that we have available uh, do show that it is. we, we have to believe that some of the medication uh, must cross the placenta uh, just because of the physiology of the body. Um, that would be something safe to assume, although, like I said before, Uh, Our babies uh, score out just as well and don't have any uh, adverse uh, or notable adverse effects. Um, But side effects are probably the bigger thing I talk to my patients about in the office. It's not for everybody. Not every woman is going to get the sensation that their their pain is decreased or their anxiety is decreased. To be clear, some women will feel like they're not doing anything more than breathing room air. Uh, We don't know until you try it certainly. Um, But the biggest side effects for moms who are using it uh, would be um, some maybe lightheadedness, uh, dizziness. Some moms even have some uh, nausea, uh, which oftentimes we can't always know if that's because of her stage in labor or the nitrous oxide. But the great thing about the nitrous is we we take it away. We we have you breathe a couple of uh, breaths of room air. And if you're not feeling better, uh, then it's most likely process of labor. But if you're feeling better, then we, you know, have her beg off of the, the nitrous. So, um, it, you know, it can be used, like I said, up until the time a woman would need another form of analgesia, if that's the case. Um, but it's, it's not for everybody. And we have to use caution when a woman has had uh, perhaps IV medication early in labor. Uh, there's a certain amount of time we have to wait uh, before we can have 
or use the nitrous uh, so that we don't have any uh, adverse effects on mom or baby. So give women your best advice on how to make this decision, Christiane, between an epidural and using nitrous oxide or any other methods of pain relief during labor and what you want them to know about making this decision. I think it's important to have a close relationship with your maternity provider. Uh, Something that I don't waver on with my patients would be a birth plan, and I know that scares a lot of people out there, but a birth plan, I find, is a communication tool. It's a communication tool between me and my patient, and then we share that with uh, the nursing staff. It's a great time for me to go over all the options available to a woman uh, in terms of uh, pain relief for labor and birth and possibly post-delivery pain relief, answer her questions, talk about the risks and the benefits, and see if she's got questions and help her decide uh, what may or may not be right for her. I think the biggest thing I uh, impress upon all my patients is, you know what, Let's talk about all these options. You know what's available. While you're in labor is not the time to say, hey, let's talk about this, but get that out ahead of time and then just see how you feel. Uh, Every labor and birth, whether it's your first baby or your fifth or your tenth, is going to be different. Um, And I think we just have to trust the process of uh, labor and birth and see how moms feel when they come into labor because when they think on paper one thing looks good, they might feel a different way when they come in. So I think flexibility is the key, but uh, education before labor and delivery is, I think, essential part of maternity care. What great information for women to hear. Thanks so much, Christiane, for being with us today. You're listening to Aspirus Health Talk, and for more information, you can go to aspirus.org. That's aspirus.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening. So we just have the one edit.